So this time around, Kevin Mo, I would like to play a slight alliteration game just to tell you how the last couple months have gone. All right. Right. I can describe the last couple months with these three words. Summer sickness sucks. Because that's my excuse. Or in the words of Lana Del Rey, summertime sadness. No, it's not that, really. <laughs> no, okay, I, I get where you're going on some of that. But, look. I do like a good Lana Del Rey song. Oh, please don't. But, uh... Is the pizza here? Yes. Okay. So, how have you been? Um, well, I'm functional, at least. That's good. Uh, look. And the, this is not going to be an excuse, I, because... You know, that's, we, we never hide that this is just, we just do this whenever we're able to. During the pandemic, we just had a lot more time. Time is kind of a little bit more at a premium these days. Mm-hmm. So, and I, and since I went back to my regular job, even more so. Mm-hmm. And... You know, that, hence, the, hence the constant joke that maybe I missed the pandemic to some degree. Because yeah. then we were always, we would have had time to, to do a lot more. We, you know, we, we only did, we missed quota for the last two months. We didn't even attempt anything in July. We couldn't attempt anything in July. And this is, you know, and I'm about to go through a little bit of what happened, at least on a, on a, to myself over the last two months. Which is not too long after... Not too long after we taped in July, uh, within the first week of, or my apologies, not af- not too long after we taped in June, first week of July, I fell ill, and the timing of that was actually okay because I was off for a week early yeah. in early July, so the timing was pretty good. But then, towards the end of the month, I fell ill again. Mm. And I was so lucky back then. Like this was like two, almost three weeks ago now. I was so lucky back then because my um, my work, and I was working. I worked through the second time I got ill, which probably is not something to really admit. But yeah, but it's just the way it turned out. But how do I put this? I was lucky with my with my uh, with my bosses. They uh, gave me easier assignments during uh, during that period when I was really badly badly ill. So the workload during those days when I was worse off was actually a lot easier than it would have been normally. So I, I lucked out, and because I. Truth be told, I'm not totally sure I would have made it during those days. I mean, I don't know. That'd be kind of something. Have have uh, have yourself literally die on the floor of your work. Well, I won't go that far, but pass out or just make <laughs> sure I couldn't continue. But that was that was sort of the uh, story of the last oh six much weeks? of the much of the last six seven weeks we haven't been uh, been around. Hey, people are entitled to that whole. You know, teachers don't work on summertime or something. We were allowed to be off for six weeks. Well, they work less. 
Yeah, it's just that it's just that once uh, once yeah once once uh, they're in action again, they're probably more under the gun. It's because they probably do have development days during some parts of June or July, and then uh, maybe they need to freshen up their lesson plans in August. Plus, you know, dealing with kids twenty four seven or not twenty four seven, but that's. An added burden. You know, imagine, or maybe imagine, imagine doing your job, but then also having to deal with other people. Or perhaps they do teach summer school. True. Some do. Yes. Yeah. So, Why are we talking about teachers? Well, it's summertime. <laughs> summer, summertime. Summertime. Summertime sadness. And oh, very good. And the other thing for tonight was, well, I was thinking to myself. Because I had a day off today. One thing I was thinking about doing was maybe finally adding that uh, that hard drive to my PS5. Instead, I decided to, you know, call up you guys and say, "Hey, you want to guys? You guys want to chat and hang out for a bit?" So I decided to do the latter, and we'll just catch up for a little bit around the space heater tonight for the next little bit. I mean. Uh, obviously, the world does not stand still, and a bunch of things happen. I believe that there's some sort of international competition going on of some kind. Which one? <laughs> Good one. Uh, you know, the women. They're, they're, oh, they're, yeah. They're doing the uh, soccer stuff, right? Yeah, the Women's World Cup. Okay. Although I, I'm, I'm like kind of upset that Sweden didn't make it, you know? I thought they had it over those uh, Spanish people, but that probably... Correct, Spanish. Those Spanish people. <laughs> Those Spanish people. Uh, and being a Filipino background, maybe I'm, I'm in the right to say Spanish. something like that. Spaniards. Look, <laughs> that, 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 that's been a fun tournament. And I guess, you know, start to reeling it into the Asian, Asian pop culture stuff. Remember, we're also 12 years removed from Japan winning it all. Just months after the, after the, the Grace East, Jap- East Japan earthquake, right? And look, the Japanese women's soccer team had looked so like they, they certainly weren't in the in recent years in the form that that uh, they were in when they won the, that championship, made two finals in a row because they got to the 2015 final and lost to the U.S., got a silver medal at the uh, at the Olympics in between. They weren't looking like that for some years at least the last four or five years. And they, after the, uh, after the Tokyo Olympics, they changed their coach. They still looked shaky in the lead up to the world cup, but everybody was they, they, they trying to implement a new system. They did pretty good. Yeah. They, they, I think they exceeded expectations. We thought they'd be still better than what they were, you know, when they were at the lowest point in the last couple of years, but they dominated or looked very convincing right up until that quarterfinal with Sweden. But, you know, in many respects, they did exceed expectations. Save a moment for the Swedes, though. Shout-out shout to the Swedes, yo. Always the bridesmaid. Never the bride. Mm-hmm. That's sort of what happened again to them. They, they've gotten to a final. They've gotten, they've gotten to, like, far in these tournaments. They're two-time silver medalists at the Olympics. But yeah, just can't win the big one, and they won't again. They won't. And we're we're taping this uh, at so just to update it, and when we're taping, this is August fifteenth, Tuesday, 
2023, the first semifinal at the Women's World Cup happened, and that's what uh, what uh, Mo just referred to. The second semifinal is happening it's tomorrow morning in the morning, our time, and that's in like twelve. No, in like England, ten hours. Yeah, no, I, I, it's less like. Uh, less than 10 hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, like nine hours. But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Australia is going to demolish England in a riveting 2-1 victory. Nah, you know what? Scratch you know that. You know what? Scratch that. 3-1. No, 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 no. My prediction... All right, let's hear it. ...is England will lose it in a, in a very England way. Oh, not penalties. <laughs> Come on, man. I need, to see a, I need to see an outrageous win for them. I, I, I need, you I just need, need an outrageous <laughs> win for somebody. I need Australia to like demolish them, like have like four hat tricks or something. How much know? money you got <laughs> on this? Come on. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, but I want the home team to win. Seriously, like it'd be nice, wouldn't it? The, uh, the colonizers being defeated by the uh, old-timey prisoners of England. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> No, the thing is, uh, the thing is, when I look at these type of things, when I think when it comes to the women's side, the there's only been one host to have won it all, and that's the U.S. in '99. Yep. On the men's side, the most recent time that happened was France mm-hmm. in '98. Oh yeah, yeah. But I think England accomplished it in '66. I think they hosted in '66 when they won it all, and the only other one I can think of is Uruguay in the very first World Cup. It's a, it's a big 50-50. <laughs> oh, we're watching the Jays game while we're having this on. So. Oh, you know what I just realized? What? Today's Tuesday, Looney Dog Day. Oh, there. Yeah, that's why there's so much going <laughs> on like, there. That's why. Why is that number so large? Oh, dollar hot dogs. That's dollar hard. hot dogs at the at the, <laughs> at the the dome. Why not? I uh, did that once. Dollar hot dogs? Yeah. I think I did one once as well, too. That was and they're not bad. Just, you know. No, it's just there's only so many hot dogs you can eat before you just. There you go. And that's what they know. They know. They know you can't do more than like. I think, I think the four or five is like exactly. the did. max. And then at that point, I would actually did. not want the button. No yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did, did Joey Chestnut do throw out a first pitch? At the first one this year, not this, but maybe. Or was it last year? Did but did he? I do did know he, he did. He did, he he did, did throw out a first pin. I had one of them. Yeah, I'm pretty. Uh, at one of these, yeah, like over the last couple of years. When you think hot dogs, you think Joey Chestnut, right? Not the other guy. Uh, Who's Joey Jap- Chestnut? Who's the Japanese guy? For Kobayashi. The Kobayashi. There oh. you go. No, no, Joe, Joey like, Chestnut, the uh, famous eater. The oh, famous, the Nathan's, the... Isn't he like that dogs. New York guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, and then uh, Kawasaki? No, that's not um, right. Kobayashi. Kawasaki, let Kobayashi. the times no, roll. No, no, no. Kawasaki, let the anyway. times roll. So, I do miss uh, Kawasaki. Because <laughs> he I wasn't the best, but... He, <laughs> he wasn't the best, but he was damn entertaining. Oh, man. He, he, was just, he, he just exuded joy. They should bring yeah. Like, they should bring I, I'm so, like... I am so glad... That he ended his major league career right. with a ring. Oh yeah, because he he did he he was with the Cubs when they won it all. Oh, right Get on him, like Justin Lin. Was it Justin? Lin? Jeremy Lin. Justin Lin. Yeah, Jeremy <laughs> Lin with the Raptors. With the Raptors, right? Raptors yeah. yeah, yeah. He still got a ring. He still got a ring got too. A ring? Yeah, he still got and a ring. Now he's teaching basketball and like. Or he's playing in in, in Asian leagues. Yeah, I think it, it was. Is it still China? Possibly. Like, I mean, I think he's just works contract, like, on a year-to-year basis, right? Mm-hmm. Every year, he just signs one year's. I don't know what else he really needs to... Like, I think he just wants to come back. He would love to play in the NBA again, but, you know, you cheer for... I, he's one of those guys you cheer for, oh, regardless. Yeah. So... I remember him being a big deal in the Asian community when he came here. Yeah, yeah. So, I, and he was always a pro. 
That was just the one thing you can say about him. But and oh yeah, and he also invested in a couple a couple esports teams, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. He did. Yeah, yeah he did. I forgot what, what, what I have to, I have to look it up. Okay. Video game stuff. Okay. So cuz I, I did joke around about the uh, PS5 just now. In the pursuit of a handheld, I did th- it was mentioned. It was mentioned a couple like a week or so ago that Steam was uh, yeah, that Valve was selling Steam Decks, refurbished yeah. Steam, you got a Steam Deck. Deck? No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> but what, but but it was like three ninety nine for a refurb. It's not bad for uh, I think it was a, well, a sixty four. It's not bad for sixty four, for a sixty four gig. So and 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 I, I look on forums and stuff, and yeah, there seems to be a lot of hackalicious type stuff. Oh yeah, oh, are yeah. they still hard to find? Steals? No, no, no. You just have to be willing to pay now. Yeah, it's like with PS fives, right? Because I mean, yeah, people were flipping Steam decks. I remember that was when, a when thing, it first but, came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 but they're they not were hard to find for a while. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you know, you can find them now. Oh, yeah, and maybe you can flip them the odd time, and but not that much. I mean, you wouldn't get too much on them, uh, flip wise. Because um, oh, really? Because there's like competitors. You know, Steam Deck's not the only one out there. You know, in terms of that, yeah, right. It's good. It's one of the top ones, but yeah, there's other ones that are well, readily were, more available, but. The PS5 wasn't available for two years readily. Is it still readily available? Can you walk into like a GameStop or... or you can just, now. Seriously? Yeah, it took, I think... It took two years, give or take, for them to finally yeah. hit a point where... It's, like, it's to the point where... Available. It's to the point where the flipping, the, the flipping thing with it is probably... Oh, dead now? All but. I think... I, I get the feeling it's, it's certainly not, not worth the trouble. Nearly worth the trouble. Makes sense. As it would have been. So there's that. Would you have taken that uh, that all uh, that t- that type of deal? Three ninety nine for a Steam Deck for for sixty four refurb. No, thank you. Sixty four. Re- Whoa, that's like double mo. Thank you. Double I know, I know there's exp- I know it's expandable and stuff, but come on. I mean, I feel like I, I don't need a portable gaming machine. That's the problem, and and, <laughs> you know? and I know that I know we br- I, we briefly touched on it at Anime North. When I said, okay, is the Project Q worth the trouble? And I know James doesn't seem like a fan. It was Project Q? Project Q will be the handheld that Sony introduces, but it's more peripheral for the PS5 as it opposed makes to... makes more sense? Another headset or something? Mm, well, it'll be... It's, Ooh, it's, if it's a BCI, that'd be awesome. No, no, it's like, it's just... Right now, it looks like it looks like a... It looks like a a dual sense controller sawed in half with an eight inch screen in the middle. That's what it looks like. <laughs> That's so dumb. I, I like, like the, like a, and, like and the thing is, it's just meant to be really a remote play device within the same network. Makes That's sense. what it sounds like. Although it sounds like also that, that Sony is also trying to build up their cloud gaming services as well. And they're going to fail like everyone else, which sucks. Well, how's Microsoft done? How did Google do? Okay, but well, we, is that is that where is that the answer? I believe so, right? I mean, is, is how, how is that like? A, a and Xbox Nvidia Live? I think it still has theirs going. Microsoft might have one going still. Well, I thought their those theirs is the closest to doing so well enough, at least on the console side. True, true, true. At least on the consoles. So, I'm a big fan of EA's uh, Play Pass. It's the perfect price point: three dollars a year. Get access to all their EA sports games, you know. Got the and this is, and the 
in the It's not NHL. called FIFA. They, they lost the FIFA. I know, I know. Oh, they lost I, the rights to FIFA? Yes, they the, lost the rights to FIFA. FIFA 20, brand. 23 is the last year it's going to be called FIFA. Oh. Yeah, so it's now, so from this point forward, it's now called EAFC. There you go. Yeah, it's nice. Then who's going to make, so they're just not going to be FIFA. any FIFA games anymore then? No, FIFA, there's, there's no FIFA's, they just call you different. You no, know, the I game, know what I mean is like, well, there FIFA. won't be another company making soccer games and they got it instead. No, I mean, there are other soccer game companies. like The only other one that people play is... um, Yeah. Pro Sports, Pro Soccer The the Konami one, right? Yeah, that's the Konami one. Because that one always did have its, like, dedicated cult fan base. Like Tekken. Well, I mean, when we say... When we use it... But when we say this in this context... Oh, yeah, and Evil Win. Yeah, because when I worked at EB Games, or GameStop, as it is now... Loads of FIFA sales, but we always had those like five or six people that did the want PSC. Yeah, <laughs> well, okay. and they would come like day one or within the first week to buy them. But within just to clarify, FIFA has not licensed their name, as far as I know, to a game now. Not have yet. they? Not yet. Not to a company for I mean, a video game. They're still not. They're all dealing with that fall off from all the you know briberies and racketeering and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, was it that EA decided not to renew, or is this FIFA decided not to renew? I think it's more. I think it's more the latter. Mm, yeah, that would make more sense to me. It's just now there's like a to and fro between the two parties about you know. But you know, FIFA will always say whenever they get around to it, it will be the best. Whoever they decide to do it with. But they make this game every year. How many improvements can you really make to a game? Because you're only buying it for the roster change, basically, and what are, and and the odd tweak. Because I never like I haven't played it in years, so see, because and it's like what you want me to pay ninety bucks each time to just change the roster when I know you can do that yourself on older FIFA games if you really want to is what I recall. Mm-hmm. But and it's also like so. Because in my mind, like knowing how I am, if I was one of those players, but st- but I yet I still have my like mentality of wanting to get my values worth out of the game. I'd have to think to myself, how long am I going to play this game before it's in my best interest to actually trade the game in and still get some money for it? Fair statement. Because those games d- get devalued very quickly. Well, and especially, I would think a game that comes out so frequently too. Plus, you're you're not getting it because of the game. You're getting it for the uh, community around it, right? Play with your friends and stuff. Yeah. So it's, the, kind of, it's the online connectivity. <clears throat> exactly. See, so. those are the games where you know what I would buy the EA Pass for, because I because I wouldn't want to pay for those games otherwise. I yeah, know, obviously not. <laughs> That's like, the, yeah, you know what? If I was to play those EA Sports games, yes, I can see that pass being valid. That would be one of the few cases where I would make an exception to my must-buy physical rule. Like, I, I play the MLB series when it comes out. And oh, the PS5 the ones, right? Yeah, yeah. The show. Well, the, the thing is, they've licensed it to the other platforms, I believe, so. Yeah. so oh, they finally did. Yeah, Interesting. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting interesting dynamic, and maybe one to keep up with, especially with what's going on with Microsoft. Okay, segue. Let's go over Watch League for a couple minutes because um, during the six weeks it was announced that, or during the time we've been uh, haven't been recording, it was announced that the 
that the grand finals for the Overwatch League will be held in our great fair city. Right, at, at, uh, at Madame Athletic Center. It's going to be end of September. It's going to be a big thing because it's going to be the last something or another. Yeah, it could be the last one for Overwatch League as we know it. And like at least in this this incarnation of competitive Overwatch, which or maybe altogether because of all the issues that surround surround uh, Overwatch esports and basically almost anything right now that's that Activision and Blizzard have in terms of esports because they because of the way they've handled it. So so this argument can happen with Call of Duty as well. Plus, esports, if I'm not mistaken, is kind of on the decline. Yeah, overall. yeah, it, it is. And, you know, well, we're starting to get into championship seasons. So sure. League of Legends will, re- will reach its, um, its Val- end. Valorant has its coming up. Um, well, what is it? Valorant? When is that? When is theirs? Relatively soon, I think. Double check. Let's double check the dates. And we're reaching... And we're reaching... Um, Dota again, so so TI is coming up as well. I think within the next couple of months, but I think it's just, I guess it's learn. We're learning how the more organic, organic, independent type scene. If you, we're we're currently in the uh, Valorant championships. So that's that's Super going on now. Million. That's that's pretty priceful. It's happening in LA. Thirty four matches. They're in the group stage now. Or the playoffs, or they're in the playoffs now, so they're almost done. You know, uh, legal <coughs> legal legends happens in October, does it not? I believe so. Yeah, and and Ti for Dota. I forgot exactly when there. Probably sometime in September as well. Probably. So. It is championship league. It's championship season. Right? Yeah. Well, to, just to read, just so I can, I can give a Coles notes version of what's happening with Overwatch League. At the end of this, after this season, the like Activision Blizzard will give the option, give options to the to the owners of the of the franchises if they want to continue with this format or just be paid out, bail out, and get a, get a small payment for bailing out. And what? Esports, right? Yeah, to continue, continue in the Overwatch, continue the Overwatch League, as it is now. Oh, and almost certainly a lot of uh, enough will. That's just uh, that just seems it just seems to be pointing that way. So Overwatch League could end as we know it. Why? What's going on? What are they going to change? Oh, the just the franchising, the franchise system, the very very like the very rigid franchise system they have. And I, I guess that's sort of the issue with esports. Like they, like Activision tried to, or Activision Blizzard, they tried a very. Now you need to look at it a fairly bold experiment, right? I mean, I, I wanted it. I really wanted to see it work. Franchise like a city-based franchise league. With uh, with land land pre- land games almost on a weekly basis in different cities. First two seasons, they held it in one spot in LA, but then they then in 2020 when they started to try to do city city um, home stands, COVID hit and they had to redo things. And for the last couple of years since then, it's just been all you know all online, and then the odd and then they'll do major tournaments on in person on land. Well, that kind of makes sense, right? Make that a spectacle. 
Yeah, may, yeah. They but they wanted the weekly spectacle, not the mid, oh, not the, the spectacle be kind of hard, not the right? major. Yeah, but that's what they wanted to do, right? So it, it just became a little bit more. It was ambitious. I liked the idea just as a traditional sports fan, but yeah, I guess I, I, from from tr- just as a just somebody who enjoyed it, just a, as a casual fan, I would it would have been interesting. Mm. But um, hey, the last major, the last major tournament, major tournament, last major in person event will happen in Toronto. What could be, as I said, it'll be probably be the end of the Overwatch League. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's it. going to be packed. Oh, I hope. I mean, stadium's pretty good. Getting some use out of that's good. So, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I went. I remember I went to Summer Showdown last year, the day the Queen died. And who died? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who died? Somebody. Somebody. Wait, who? Somebody fairly important, but yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And, but I, but for what it was, I enjoyed, enjoyed going to it. So, you know, I'm hoping to be, get some time to check this out just to enjoy the spectacle one more time. Right. Who, who's in? Maybe. See, I've never really watched Overwatch. Yeah. Well, then again, I've never played it. I wouldn't very be inclined to go see it, to be honest. I mean, it's like, it's like watching live fencing i guess if you've never done fencing live before. fencing <laughs> is that one imagine, way to put it imagine if you get invited to go see live fencing you've ever, you don't know what the rules are you don't know how the hit points work i get the appeal of going to see live like, events I, like live championship events for video gaming don't get me wrong but i'm just not interested in the game i i just thought like we had this discussion years ago when in 20 2018 or 2019 Probably nineteen. No, it was twenty eighteen when we the the night that James and I first uh, came back as uh, as we started version two, because we were watching we were watching Overwatch League oh, I think yeah. that night as James and I as James and I taped and we talked a little bit about that, and we and I constantly talked about how esports presentations started to become a lot more like it would in the traditional sense and Overwatch League to me was maybe the first time I started to see the more Western style presentations of traditional sports applied to esports. Well, yeah, the hype. Well, yeah, trying to do hype, like the type of hype, hype trains or hype videos and presentations that are that pepper, that peppered um, Western style sports presentations at the time. It's it's more universal now. Certainly, um, I think Europe has kind of caught, kind of looks that way now too. True, true, but and and at the time, and there's it, like real and there's like real money in it now too. Yeah, that's and we started to get that way, and then also at the time, um, Sportsnet through its uh, streaming services through SNL, they got for they for a year or so had the rights to show ESL the esports league, so they were they were streaming it as part of their as their Sportsnet Now package. And that was that stopped not too long after, maybe less than a year after that. But it was fun, fun to look at, and I got to watch. That's how I became familiar with the majors leading up to TI, because um, because ESL showed uh, TI. So that's why I'm. If you ask me which one I enjoy watching more, I, I and and just to be absolutely clear, I play none of these games. 
But but that's the fun of it, right? Yeah, but to play, yes. Like, I don't mind watching Overwatch. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't play Overwatch either, so it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So you'd be up for going, possibly. I mean, you know, if 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 if, uh, <clears throat> if the right tickets come through, you know, maybe. Yeah, if the circumstances go. Uh, how's the pizza, by the way? Uh, he, like, like, like Mo and Kevin have been... Uh, like we had, we literally had a pizza delivered here as we started know, taping. Right? Can, can, can you believe that? And we you know, food sometimes. Yeah, we're, we're kind of hungry. <laughs> but where now? My train of thoughts is gone. Uh, Overwatch. Oh yes. Okay. And, and esports in general. Yeah. See that the so uh, so I kind of got familiar with the idea of esp- of watching esports through ESL, and I ended up being more of a of a Dota fan or watching Dota because I think I was exposed to it more. Only recently do I understand the appeal of of League of Legends, just as but more as a spectacle too. Right? Okay, your mouth is full. I know you want to say something. <laughs> what do you want to say? Not a fan of League or Dota. I don't know something about them. I don't know. I do like StarCraft. I don't know if they still play StarCraft competitively out there as an esports. Not as big. Probably not. Right? Those are. That was a. It's a hell of a good game. But what, what, like, what are the top e-sport e- e- games these days? And Evo just passed as well, right? True, true. I mean, Overwatch, obviously, right? It's like, well, Overwatch is up there. Illegal Legend, or for you, the, the Overwatch. Valorant is up there, I guess. For you, Counter-Strike. Uh, CS- uh, Call of Duty. CSGO. CSGO. We got CSGO too now, so that's something, but. I don't See, know. Like, uh, like, Activision tried something with uh, Call of Duty that, that got somewhere. A little bit, you know, a little bit. So I'm trying to think about what are the most popular popular ones now. So League of Legends, Dota, Valorant. True, true, true. Overwatch has got some popular. Overwatch is there, but uh, probably... It's got a whole league, man. Come on. It's got a whole league, in, 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 but I know a lot. it has its issues, and it's probably not as big as it could have been. True, true. Because, you, I mean, when you look at Overwatch, there's some... Missteps or miss you can either say missteps or missed opportunities. <laughs> one or, opportunities. Which that's, one is it, right? That's true, that's true. So where else are we? Dota, League of Legends, Valorant, CSGO, Overwatch League. Um Oh I'm pretty sure competitive fighting games are popular. Well that's evil. E- evil right. in many yeah. and evil is kind of there too. So Evo just passed, and what? So within the fighting game com- stuff, what's popular? Is this, is this Street Fighter Six now? Oh, Tekken is, is Six popular? Yeah, no, it was popular. Tekken. Tekken's like what at nine now? Eight? Eleven? Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, I think I think uh, any of the uh, older games are still up for grabs and true. all Smash of that. Smash Bros is always big. That's true. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, there's there's a wonderment uh, from my standpoint and a curiosity, uh, but you know, and I'm just too casual with it oh yeah no i get it i get it. i mean that's i mean i mean as, as somebody who once played when when they were younger and just doesn't like just too busy to really be in the scene now so but that doesn't mean you don't respect it that doesn't mean you don't keep up with the odd thing true that true. happens within it so Absolutely. there you go okay but you're curious about what Oh, about seeing the grand final? Oh, yeah, 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 100%. 100%. Okay, let's see what happens in the next, you know, for <laughs> the next month. We'll see, yeah. All hey, of you, we can get tickets. I'll quickly add, uh, I used to play League, as I've hinted at before. Mm-hmm. 
I, I kind of miss playing, but I know I can't get back into playing. So that's why I don't really mind watching those uh, tournaments sometimes. But I normally don't nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, fighting games, I also don't play those anymore unless it's a local versus mode. Okay. I loved playing Capcom versus SNK2 back in the day. I was never that good when you compare me to SNK or Marvel. No, like, Capcom versus SNK2. No, no, I know, but Capcom versus Marvel is pretty good too. I never really liked Marvel versus Capcom. Like uh, like we, I just was never that good. I could never but SNK. I never owned the game, so I never was able to practice. We had uh, So that's why I got my ass kicked we, all the time. We had this little like greasy uh spoon in the wall across the street from our high school and he had a marvel vs. capcom 2 stand-up console in the back and people would like put quarters down and wait in lines to play this game it's, it's uh, fond memories <laughs> oh so, and and they had it at york remember the uh, arcade of york oh yeah God, that, that was good do you remember the well, arcade of york kevin, uh, kevin well, you never, he was never a york student come on you, you're, you know what you've been on this podcast long enough you're you have an honorary york degree now the, the, the now two or three person. times i went to york well, was well, to go watch the podcast live <laughs> and you know what as as silly as it sounds there was a point in time where i actually had considered going to york because of how good the anime club was but then my senses came to me and then I knew that I shouldn't be going to York just for that reason because I wasn't going to go to Schulich or nor was I going to go to the law school, which are stereotypically speaking, two of the only reasons why you go to York for academic purposes. Considering what we graduated with, okay. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Kevin's not wrong no about that. No offense to you two. <laughs> None taken. Hey, you know the you know the motto: you can lift the fork. Sure. You go to York. Oh boy, yeah, that—that's that the motto. That's the line. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Anyway, that means you know people with no limbs couldn't go to York University. Oh yeah. yeah. Such discrimination, man. Honestly, uh, ableist much? Yeah. Okay. Of course, I say that in jest, but in because yeah, York always had that reputation as like anyone get it. Like he's like, why would you go? Unless you live nearby and you had no other choices. Or you're going to... Was it Atkinson was the law school? Name? Was, yeah. Or was it yeah, Osgoode? No, 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 it's either Osgoode or Schulich. Yeah. Was, you know... That was the, only two big that was the stereotypical reasons. It, it had a nice art department. You know, like, Atkinson was you know, the art yeah, department. Yeah, the stereotype was if, fine, if you fine were arts. not going to York for those two reasons, then it's, then why would you consider going? That was the, the, the negative stigma of York at the time. I don't know how it is now, to be honest. We're too old. We're too old. But I know none of my nieces and nephews went to York, I'll tell you that much. I'm, and they I, live closer to it. I remember it being how, if you lived in the city, it was U of T, Ryerson, or York, right? Yeah. Ryerson had, like, the easiest missions, personally. Ooh. Wow. Wait, in comparison there, to... York and U of T. It was easier to get to Ryerson than York? I got accepted to all my Ryerson things super easy. York, I got accepted to one other two. And then U of T just straight up said, like, no. See... From what I remember back in the day, you would want to go to Ryerson for some of their specialty degrees. So if you wanted to go to to fashion, Mm -hmm. which is why would you? You'd rather go abroad for fashion schools, to be honest. Like you'd want to go to like Parsons abroad or you go to one of the ones in New York City at the very least. Or the one in England. I don't remember which one. Maybe that is Parsons. But you would go for the fashion 
I think the business one was pretty decent, or it became pretty decent over Ted, time. Ted Rogers, right? It became decent over yeah. time, from what I recall. And the television stuff. Was well, yeah, yes. the, ra- the radio and broadcasting television ones. Yes, and I've talked about my failure to get into that program. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I mean, uh, it's. I'm, I'm sure York's decent now, or at least I'd like to think it's decent it's now. Like, yeah, subways mm. and everything, man. Yeah, there's. Something. I know, right? I wonder <laughs> how much. I wonder how much they paid to guarantee a subway. Who knows? Who knows? It's just there had to have been wait. some money involved in that. For I guess there's only people who like accepted the years of like construction because by having a subway at York, you're basically saying yes, I'm okay with ten plus years of construction. You know, it was ten plus years, right? I forgot. Probably felt that way though. God, mm-hmm. it's never gonna get done, is it? It's well, we got, I thought ooh, it was done. What Eglinton? Eglinton? No, Eglinton. He's talking oh, about Eglinton. Because oh. I'm thinking about how long the York University thing took, and in my mind, I'm going, yeah, Eglinton's longer than that. Maybe even double as long, triple. Who knows, man? That's a Toronto thing. You know what? Funny thing is, a lot of it is done. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Now it's just like uh, it has to be redone. Uh, yeah, that's what it oh, is. It's, it's dick measuring shit. You know, it's like uh, you did it, well, you did it incorrectly. Now redo it, or or I found a possum who lives on the tracks. Now we have to do an ecological survey again or something. See, because I know there's a good chunk of uh, Eglinton that needs to be finished still, because there is still a lot of construction there. A lot of the outside stations are done because, yeah, there was issues with, like, ponding and other stuff like that, which I think is understandable. And it's kind of sad how this this stuff happens, but this is what happens when you have public-private shenanigans. Look what happened with the green belt, man. Come on. Oh, that's another story. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. You're still eating. Yeah, that... Are we surprised? No. Oh. Okay. That's Ford for you. Eight billion? Yeah, maybe. I, I thought it would be twelve billion or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's because um, those developers already were in Ford's ass. They already were in his pants. That's that's why this they is, kept on donating money to Doug Ford and the conservatives because they knew very, they'd have their way. I was off the rails. Okay. All right. Too much. Oh, okay. Let's get back to the fact we haven't done anything in six weeks. Really done anything related in six weeks. In these six weeks, what? Okay, Otakon, uh, Otakon passed. Uh, Anime Expo passed. Uh, Otakuthon in Montreal passed. Yes, that, that was this, this that past was weekend. This past weekend. As of this recording. Comic-Con in San Diego. That came in yes, last. Yes, that did happen as well. And... We're weeks away, a couple weeks away from Fan Expo, and dare I say it, Anime Toronto, which will happen the week after in the same place. Yup. Okay. Well, I'm not going to Fan Expo, so I don't care that they're a week apart. I are you doing Anime Toronto? I already have my ticket because I bought the super early bird discount. Wait, what? What year? Recently or from some years back? No, like a few months ago. Okay. I think I only pay like thirty-five or forty bucks for the weekend. Yeah, it's just. I guess there's no appeal in it for me. Well, because the way I saw it was, if I couldn't make it, I could easily make that money back. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lost cost. So, is there anything worth mentioning right uh, in this late stage from what happened at any of those conventions? To, or, or do we, or do we wait and try and talk a little bit more extensively when we do a regular episode? Initial D is back, baby. Okay, jog my memory. 
or update me. So Kodansha had the digital rights to initial D already, but they finally committed to re-releasing it physically. Themselves? Yes. No, through any publisher or not? It's Kodansha, it's Kodansha USA that will be re-releasing initial D in omnibus format. Okay. So a lot of the work is done because they already translated it all. Because mm-hmm. it was available on Comixology or Kindle Unlimited, if I'm not mistaken. So I would think it would be coming out next year. So I already noticed people trying to put their initial D sets up for sale, like the old Tokyo Pop editions. The old Tokyo Pops. Because that release went up to volume 33 before the Kodansha exodus happened with Tokyo Pop. It never, it never completed. No. It never did. And that's the one big thing I remember. Like, I'm going, I'm trying to go through some of the news now, but I remember also hearing that uh, Shinichiro Watanabe is going to be directing a new show. I think it's called Lazarus. I think they're working with Adult Swim on it. I'm trying to look this up now. This is how, you know, unprepared I am, but... You know, it's always cool to see something new by Watanabe in one sh- in one form or another. Mm-hmm. I just wish Carol and Tuesday was just a little bit better. <laughs> like I, I, I liked what I saw of it, but it just something just felt a little bit missing. Like could have just been a little bit more. Okay. I just remember that the some Animigo started to announce some of its plans for Macross Two. Ah, uh, yes. Like, that'll be a Kickstarter. But I, I keep forgetting some of the particulars. Like, as I said, uh, this is this is not really, you know. Well, I'm just trying to find out uh, when the dates for the Kickstarter will begin. I think it's later this month or something. Or, well, I'm, I'm just looking this up now. Yeah, I'm just scrolling through the news quickly to see if anything caught my eye. Got that trailer for the uh, new Mobile Suit Gundam Seed movie. Oh, yeah, that Seed movie that was supposed to have come out 15 years ago or whatever. It's been in development since 06, <laughs> since the initial anime roundtable. We're both the same age, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Bob, um, campaign for, the, uh, for Macross uh, 2, end of August. So we're getting there, but that's where we are. Okay. Anything else that caught your attention? Hmm. Aside from attendance, aside from uh, pictures of uh, the attendance at Anime Expo. <laughs> yeah, I heard it was really bad with crowding. Yeah, well, it's always been bad, but it was even worse. Like, tell me a conven- couple years. Tell me a convention over its history when it doesn't have a moment like that. Like I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's nice. It's rather, you'd rather have that than not have that, right? What if no one is it? Up? What if no one showed up? Is it? I mean, we had a version of it with Anime North last true, year. True, true. With the lineups, yeah. Expo. It, Poor planning, maybe. Ah, or or did you see it coming? True. Right. Fan Expo had a version of that a very long time ago, and. Well, there's going to be a lot of people. True, true. God, what did, what did Fan Expo used to do? Like 100K or something? Like a lot of people used to go to that, right? Still do, I believe. This, like, 
Okay, let's uh, just to dial it back and maybe uh, go back to some of the other current events stuff. The the writers and actors strike that's ongoing. Wait, what? <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> no, it, well, because I know that affected things that happened in San Diego. And, absolutely, absolutely. And it's funny. Um, it's primed to have its effect here for Fan Expo. Oh, I knew. I uh, oh, do you, do there you was something backtrack? I forgot. Go ahead. Tsukihime uh, is finally coming west. Wow, uh, that's something I know James would have been aware of, but it's more precisely the remake. Hmm. It's going to be translated. Okay. Not the original release. Which means they might finally make a Tsukihime anime. <laughs> after all this time. But yeah, it's one of those like storied Type Moon franchises that really didn't get enough love. At the time? Yeah. And it's also one of those ones where like fans always wanted it, but... Type Moon just wouldn't put it out. And, you know, that's because Type Moon was very, always really reluctant to have their visual novels be released unless physically. It's fate, unless it's Fate something. No, even the original Fate Stay Night visual novels never I, came out here. I feel like afterwards, since the popularity of it now, no? I don't think it, the original ones have. Hmm. Not to my recollection. Has the mar- but that also means maybe the has, has the mentality changed there? doesn't sound like it has well i think now that they decide to remake it now it's like okay this is our definitive release of this visual novel so now we'll finally let people put it out because maybe they felt like oh this is not representative of who we are as a company nowadays maybe that's why oh really that sucks i can see that being the case so it's, it's hard how, to say. But it's how you got there, you know? It's like, don't hide your past, your history. But the other thing, too, is that for the most part, visual novels were not money-making things. True, true. Like, they're very niche games. Like, you don't really see a lot of visual novels come out nowadays. Nope. I mean... Even in Japan, you don't have as many of them come out. Technology's kind of advanced a bit. Even though sometimes... but. I was about to say uh, say how much of them are basis is for other things, for other parts in the media mix, and maybe not so much anymore. And and by visual novels, I mean just the ones where there is no direct interaction with anything. You're literally just reading text. Those right. ones, those yeah, yeah. the old school style ones, because you have stuff like Phoenix Wright that's that yes. has some interaction, right? Exactly. Because exactly. Phoenix Wright is basically a visual novel, but Pretty you have some interactive moments in it. You get to make some decisions <laughs> and maybe look for clues depending on the game. Stuff yeah. like that. I was about I, where, I, where my thinking was. What well, what 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 is, what is the other impetuses in the uh, media mix? It's not visual. It's as much visual novels as it could be light novels now. True, the only true. thing I don't know is if they're going to take out the porn. I think they would. Well, I think they would. I think they would. If it's. The which console probably, versions will definitely take out the porn because they always which, take out the porn for the console. Well, versions. they have to. It's, it's whether or not if there is a PC release, oh. is there still porn in it? That I don't recall. But I wouldn't be surprised if they don't have it. Mm-hmm. So. Because I think Tsukihime did have H scenes, but I don't remember. I'm only basing that because I knew Fate Stay Night had H scenes for the original visual novel. Doesn't most of Set Moon stuff have H scenes? Newer stuff, no. True, 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 true. 
to my recollection because they got big enough that you don't need the porn to sell it. That's how that's how it works, you know, because a lot of it was, oh, we need to have sex scenes in it in order to even sell anything, because otherwise, why would people buy it? The story, I mean, kind of had a nice story. (laughs) You had to be good enough to get to that point. That's true. That's true. That's true. The test. (laughs) Like you look at, say, like Clan Ed. Oh, yeah. I don't think Clan Ed had porn. It was only the Tomoyo After spinoff, like, visual novel, where they did have porn for that, because Tomoyo was best girl in the minds of many. And she is one of the best girls. Not my best girl, though. Yeah, yeah. Kyo was the best girl for me. But Tomoyo was a very close number two. Oh, that's close to he, we're watching the Jays game, and I, I know Mo, Mo has his uh, base attention is there. loaded, totally safe. Yeah, but that's that, that's a that's a. What is it? Are, are they are they reviewing it? Yeah, yeah. which they're gonna review in favor of the Blue Jays because it's totally off. Come on. Are they? Is it under review? Anyway, it should be under review. Okay. Uh, what were we talking about before? Uh... Well, just 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 a. Uh, we talked about the conventions. Yes. I feel like Comic Con had some stuff, and I just don't remember. Oh, the strike! You know. Give your thought. Give your thought. Because I know you do. The more time passes, the more I feel like the directors like did something dirty, you know, because the directors negotiated a deal before all this madness. And uh, and now they're out promoting their movies and stuff because the Blue Beetle movie is coming out this week, I think. And the director was in town for the screening last week. And it was only the director and one of the actors. And I feel like, yeah, it's your movie. But like. Come on, man. Like, the actors are on strike. Solidarity. Come on. What are you doing, man? You know? I, if you're contracted to do it, I kind of get it. But at the same time, it's like, come on. Oh, they called him safe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's a bad call. And the continue okay. was a bad call. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's weird that it's still going on. It's almost September. Uh, just, just, just give in. I don't know what they're waiting for. Just give in. Uh, unless... Wait, this, so the actors given or should the, no, the studios, the studios. And the produ- and obviously the studios. It's funny. There's this guy, uh, Screen Crush. He does like reviews of like Marvel movies and stuff, right? And he had a whole thing about the uh, the failure of the Marvel MCU and the DCEU could lead to the revolution of a new cinema uprising, where Marvel or superhero movies would be like outlawed kind of situation, and instead we'll get like new and creative upworks from young up-and-comers who are, you know, coming up with great ideas and so forth. But I feel like this needs to be settled for that to happen. And uh, it's it's almost September. I don't know why it's still ongoing. It's so dumb. Bleed out, bleed out is a strategy, you know. It's a dumb strategy. Like, like, like you're there, the, the longer they let it go on, the harder it will be, or the more money they'll lose. Like, you're, for what? Like, it, it's so stupid. It's just, I mean, the technology that they're trying to, like, bank their future on is not fully there yet anyways. Just sign this contract with them now, and then next contract time, we'll have this go around again. Until then, just chill out, you know? AI's not worth it, guys. Just just give it, just, just give in, you know? Just give in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know what else to add. Oh, okay. Change gears. Who? 
change let's change gears because oh, okay, okay. i know other stuff no no because we're trying to go through oh, a little yeah, no, bit of what, what we've missed in, uh, over the past seven weeks oh you know what there's been a lot of movies that have been out you guys went to see slam dunk we did go see that slam dunk movie i will say not together though <laughs> okay give me a thought because i know every like i had friends who want to like I, meet I, up to see and i never got around to seeing it i i enjoy when movies are at capacity at like fan screenings like I saw it at Young Dundas on like a sold out screening, or not almost sold out, but people people dressed up, a lot of cosplay, a lot of like really re- cos cosplay oh, uh, yeah, on yeah, a regular day the, at the, on a with more like or less a, right. with like a wig and everything, and he had a basketball, and a lot of people had basketballs, a lot of hooting and hollering happening. It, it's it, it the atmosphere feels so good, and the fact that the movie was good in and of itself makes it that much better. It is by far like one of the best uh, anime movies, thick hands down. And I think what makes it so good is because it's a very compelling sports story, right? Championship game, the final game between two rival teams, and the movie slowly but surely walks you through each of these people's lives, how they got to where they are, the strategies they use, their secret weapons. And you think like basketball, what kind of secret weapon do they have? I mean, these guys brought it up, you know, it's, uh, was it the, the Goliath slam? <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, the, the, the humor, what was the redhead, what was the red hair guy's name? Uh, Hanamichi Sakuragi. He was the best, best character in the whole movie. He's not the main character, but he's by far the best character. <laughs> See, it's interesting because he's the main character of Slam Dunk. Oh, is he? But in the movie, he's, he's not. not the main character. No, he's not. <laughs> Which I think is amazing. That is that is how it should be. It's uh, it reminds me of Jujutsu Kaisen Zero and how the movie was technically a prequel, I guess, kind of. It is yes, right. So Jujutsu Kaisen Zero in the manga format is Volume Zero, right? Exactly because it is the prequel. a prequel of sorts. Yes, exactly, exactly. So the main character of Zero, I think, is a supporting character. In the main series. You don't really see him that much. No. You see a couple of characters uh, in Zero that do become a bigger supporting cast members more than him, I believe. Yeah. But you don't see most of the core cast for Zero. Right. Which is good. If you've never seen it, it's a good entry point, you know? Yeah. And that's what what I like about... uh, anime movies nowadays anyways with the whole entry point we didn't get to see mob psycho but i feel like i heard good things about that in regards psycho pass you mean psycho pass my bad yes <laughs> mm-hmm. uh see the thing with slam dunk that was interesting was the main character is ryota miyagi and the thing was was from what i recall takahiko inoue wanted to give him more of a focus in this movie because he felt like he never gave Ryota that kind of focus in the manga. Hmm. Was the brother story not in the manga? I don't know. I actually don't think so, but don't quote me on that. Because that that whole story thing was like kind of out of left field, but kind of made sense. He kind of segged it in between, right? Oh, yeah. I, I, it was so weird how it just happened. I don't want to spoil the thing that just happened, but the, the main character, Ryoto has a traumatic thing that happened to him when he's young and it just like kind of shaped him a little bit but it was just like they do it in a way where it's just like the last words he said to him was to never come back 
And then he doesn't come back. Mm-hmm. Right? So poignant. Saw that coming. <laughs> it's a high recommendation. Oh, it's... it's you know, I, I also like how the reviews for it are amazingly positive. I think it has a pretty high Rotten Tomato score. Uh, like, isn't this... Well, the yeah, idea... Yeah, 100%. It has okay. 100% of Rotten Tomatoes. Like... <laughs> okay, so what's the, what's the, when we do an anime movie now? Then what is the proper approach? Because accessibility, obviously, accessibility. Uh, Don't be too niche with it. Like the the, the Demon Slayer movie, yeah, that kind of came out, or that Gundam movie that we kind of saw, uh, the Kurosaki's Kurosaki Kura, Kurosan's Island. Like those those weren't that good, only because you needed to know a lot about the backstory to fully engage with it. Basically. Right? And I guess I could say that with Kaguya-sama. True, true. Because that I that it's following the the story. Same, same and, story yeah. yeah, and like as much as I enjoyed it, I I think I get that that argument, right? Because but then again, I've I had read the story to that point. Slam Dunk was kind of a sequel of sorts because they never adapted that part of the manga. It's just I don't know where they cut it off. In, in the, the 90s. In, 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 the, in the original anime. So I went with two friends from high school who did read Slam Dunk. I never read past volume three, despite owning it. But uh, I asked them because I knew they liked Slam Dunk. Like, one of my friends, he pirates every manga he has ever read. Except. But he, but he owns Slam Dunk. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the only English manga that he owns, physically. And gotta love it. Yeah. You gotta love a title to want to do, like, th- this is the, sometimes you gotta earn that. Oh, yeah. And they were telling me, yeah, like, uh, Ryota didn't have that kind of focus in the manga. Because, yeah, if, like I said, if I'm not mistaken, that was Inoue who wanted that put in. That was his hand. And that's the tweak. And sometimes maybe these are the types of tweaks we look for. I mean, we talk about how you want to tweak something compared to its to its source material. Absolutely, and like that's a constant constant discussion we have when we talk adaptations from some from source material. Where's the formula? Well, maybe the the right the right answer changes from Project. case by case. No, absolutely. But the best case scenario would be that the original creator, the original maker of the original work, has his say or their say within. The tweakings that happen, hopefully with One Piece, you know, maybe the tweaks will be good tweaks, you know. Second trailer came out, you know, a lot more characters are being shown. You know, got got uh, got Toby up in that piece. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's, that Fuller trailer, right? Or the second trailer? The the, the actual trailer. Yeah, Arlo's in there, which is, like, nice. Um, Looks a, a smidge weird to me, you but... You can see love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still a smidge weird, but, you know, I think it's still... Can work. He's a, he has a shark nose, or a, a, was it like a, a saw nose, right? He does, yeah. yeah so it's a little weird, but it's okay. So, but you know what's unfortunate? Apparently, it didn't do that well. The theater dunk. No, yeah, that's not a big surprise, though. No, because it's a sports anime. <laughs> it's. I think it's just. Tell me how, like, what's been the most successful anime? You need enough. To appear. You it's need enough Chinese people to come out and watch that film. Yeah. For it to do well. Because Slam Dunk was huge in China. Like, obviously it was huge in Japan, but it was huge in China. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, they, they, they do have a bigger uh, uh, 
they do have a big uh, obsession with basketball. It's interesting because your screening was full. Yeah. Mine was almost full mm. because I went to Scarborough to go see it because yeah. I couldn't find tickets for Young Dundas for Young Dundas like during opening weekend. Yeah. Because that was the only time it would have worked for I think us. It's still screening. If I'm not mistaken. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to look it up. But I go right now, Mike. Let's go. Right we now. only did about no, no. a million bucks in tickets because I'm working in the morning. Oh, yeah, so. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It did, it did only do about a million dollars, right? That was the rapport, which is a little low. But you know, I'm happy that uh, G Kids tried. No, I think. See, see, what do they? But what's G Kids' uh, motivation? Like, is is the is the popularity in the theaters the thing or? Because I think they they work on an art house mentality, not a yeah, not a not a gross not a gross income type thing. So, I mean, I mean, I think mm. their their mo is just to spread uh, spread the word and just. I mean, they, I mean, they have their other thing going because. On the topic of G Kids, uh, some of the the opening night for uh, TIFF has been announced for yes, and, and that's and I feel like because of the strike. This is going to be the best TIFF year ever for movie viewers, not for celebrity hounds. <laughs> you know what? That, no, no, that's actually a very, that's, that's a very interesting to say. I mean, the strike's probably not going to end before TIFF. And even if it does, you know, trying to get everyone in Toronto fast enough will be a big thing. And it sucks because, like, there's a lot of, like, hotels and events and stuff that, like, Bank on celebrities showing up and so forth every year, but since everyone's on strike, that's not happening. And now there's a whole dispute with the distributors, people who buy movies. Uh, so you made this awesome movie that got screened at one of the best film movie festivals in the world, uh, with hopes that someone will buy it and distribute it. And now you're left in the lurch where that's probably not going to happen, mm. right? Uh, because of the ongoing strike, and uh, that sucks for independent film people um but hopefully you know they work something out i mean it's good for me because i got to see all these movies but you know sucks for them trying to sell so it, it sucks it, it sucks for so like celebrity hunters yes, for celebrity 100%, watchers 100 because those people don't go to the movies to see movies they go there to like get a half a second glimpse of like jennifer lawrence or something i thought you were gonna say jennifer lopez I hey mean, her, her too her too you know who's another J jennifer Aniston, you know, yeah, Jennifer Garner, Garner, yeah, sure. Well, I've heard Jennifer Garner's name in a while. <laughs> well, okay, it's a bygone. I mean, thing, yeah, yeah. Oh man, he left one Jennifer for another Jennifer. <laughs> Very. <laughs> I don't have to say his name. We all know who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Wait, was it? Was this Brad? No. Oh man, was that not the same? No. He left. He left a Jennifer for an Yeah, apologies, apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time. Uh, okay. <laughs> He's not going to listen to this. So, <laughs> God, Keep no, but it's just like this is where you know we, we we talked about where we where we've been and where we're about to go, mm. and it, it's just mind boggling, right? So Miyazaki, so Miyazaki's latest work will will open TIFF. They're calling it the boy in the heron now. Is that what? Well, what is the? That's the how do you live? How official. do you live? <laughs> how do you live? Is the name. Whenever I think of that film, I always read it with that tone of voice. How do you live? No, but that or how do that's you the live? translated name of the of the novel it's based on, and it's a it's a, it's now available in in English. 
chickened out. No, they shouldn't say they chickened out, but they obviously thought that oh, was been, a more marketable been, name than been, How Do been, You Live. It's been out for like a month, right? Well, it's been out in Japan for like a month, I believe. Yeah, the reviews are like not as good as Slam Dunk. That sucks, man. <laughs> Sold very well in theaters <laughs> in Japan, though. Oh, yeah. So because, knows. you know. I thought, I thought they reviewed We're fucking Studio Ghibli. We don't need to do press releases or any of that marketing stuff. We don't need that. No, man, they still need 80. 60 million dollars. We're going to die in 10 years. We don't we don't need <laughs> to put in that extra effort anymore. Okay, okay, realistically 30 years given the lifespan of Japanese people in general. But I digress. Well, okay, you want, you want to add something because uh, we're running late. I want a slice of pizza too. You know? Oh, bro. No, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, we do apologize to both our listeners. Wait. Well, okay. Let's do one thing. What have you guys read or watched lately? Okay, on the streamers. Oh, and I do want to reserve. I did say, okay, others who have died. Oh. I do want to reserve a word for. Oh, okay. Yeah, about right, right. Bleach, second season's out of Thousand Year War. It's uh, <clears throat> Or second core. Second core, yes. <laughs> it's nice. I enjoy it. It's pretty cool. Mm. A friend of mine. Tempted me to watch Physical 100 on Netflix. Physical 100? What's that? It's it, it's a Korean show. Oh. It's a Korean game show. It has a, it does have a at times at times uh, Squid Game feel. But uh, I thought that was interesting. Tried to paint uh, positive pictures of everybody, all the competitors, and then just like everything else, you know, you will read in the press what these guys are really like, and a lot of them can be jerks still. <laughs> but they, it's just they look at all these. It is as the name uh, implies. It's like a very physical physical competition between every a bunch of people, bunch of people with varying athletic backgrounds, and just to see what's considered the best, well-rounded type of athlete or uh, athlete athletic competitor for the types of thing for these challenges yeah because oh. it's, it's not just like the strongest he's like it's not like the strongest it's not like the fastest it's almost like ninja warrior in the sense that you have to be that fully well-rounded mm -hmm. in regards to uh you know attacking these events but yeah it's it's, it's, great. it's, a, good it's a really interesting i i found it a compelling watch and i mean i rarely am able to watch series through and somehow I, 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 I watched this through and it was just an interesting watch. And this was in the midst of said illnesses over the last, last couple of weeks. Um, I have to say this, it's, yeah, it's just, I, I somehow was able to watch it while I was ill. And I, I, now that I know, remembered what I want to say, I don't remember the last time I faced illnesses in such short periods like i remember i said i was Ill, sick at the beginning of july and then i got sick towards the end of july mm. so in, in the midst of all this i watched that so that that was my watching what i intend to do now what, what's upcoming uh, if i'm able to get the time to watch uh, in terms of watching and playing uh, I do want to do something. I actually do want to install said, uh, said SSD into my uh, PS5. Yes, I do want to finish the stuff that I said I'd been watching all these months. So, yes, Cyberpunk 
They ate 69,000 hot dogs. You're sorry, finally going to play I, Cyberpunk? No, no, no I'm, I'm finally going to finish the uh, finish Edge Run. Hey, hey, honestly, I did the same thing with an anime called uh, Chaos Head. Do you guys remember that anime? Oh, I remember Chaos Head. Yeah, I, it's part I, of the I semicolon watched, trilogy. I watched every episode of the first season except for the last episode, and then I never, never watched it. I've done this before on a similar level. Right? It's like a, it's like a treat in the future. <laughs> You know? But it's like me with Final Fantasy X. I get almost to the end and I never finish it. Oh, and I did that twice. <laughs> that happened to me with FF10 as well. Where It I, happened to me twice. I played it in ninth grade. I, I bought the game in grade nine. I got through like 80% of the game. And then... I don't know why I just stopped playing towards yeah, the very that's, end. That's just, that was like, and I did that twice. And I finally finished it towards the end of grade 12. Good for you. At least nice. you did. Completion. At least you yeah. did. I so I, I don't think I've ever finished a single Final Fantasy. No, game. neither have I. Right? Neither have I. And I tried so, getting all those ultimate weapons too, but then I you just play through the oh, story. Those were such pains to get. Like one of them, I had to do that fucking chocobo race where you had oh. to get it in under zero seconds because you can get balloons where it reduces your time. And I believe you had to get it so that it was less than zero seconds. What? Yes. Took me. A whole week of practice to finally do it. Damn. That's once. how excruciating sometimes. That was pure are. euphoria when I finally <laughs> did it. Well, and then of course, I, of course, I have to do a, a Yakuza game at some point. And then there was the the stupid forest level where you, I think this was Lulu's weapon. I don't remember exactly, but you had to like go through that like starry forest. And you had to go through these different paths, and I I don't remember exactly what you had to do to get it, but that was also hard as shit. And, and then, then not get hit by lightning or something. Yeah. Like that. Well, that was the other one that was a pain in the ass too. Oh my god, it's, it's all coming back to me now as Celine Dion he's, puts he's, it. He's uh, he's 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 curling up into fetal position as we speak. <laughs> by the way, the, oh. the one I didn't do was Waka's because I was like, I'm not fucking playing Blitzball for like a whole season. Oh god, wow, damn. that game is so excruciating. <laughs> if you don't have, I was the like, no, ups. like the Waka, I don't love you enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, so there's that. And oh, God, that game. So, and then I have a couple of Crunchyroll series I do want to watch, complete and watch. And, you know, there's still Blue Lock. Oh, I yeah. wondered, there was a part of me wondering if, if there's a women's version of that after watching the World Cup. I mean, might as well. And, well, I mean, if I finish stuff, we'll talk about it. But, let's oh, see. Wait, what was I going to say? Okay, your watch. I'm trying to think. What have you watched or read lately? So, Just, I actually read a couple things but i also actually watched anime in my own house Ooh, Ooh. what'd you watch so trash taste did a legal live stream of the first three episodes of zom 100 so i actually watched it on nice. a whim very good production values from that studio uh it has a very colorful palette once the twist in the very beginning happens where uh well the, Spoiler alert, I guess. Zombies? But, is it zombies? Well, of course it's zombies, <laughs> but it's the fact that when he finds out there's actually zombies around now, he's yeah. just so happy <laughs> because he knows that I don't have to work my shitty-ass job anymore. I can do whatever I want. Honestly, that is a dream that I wake up one day and I see, like, an alien ship in the sky or, like, a giant explosion or something or, like, Something life changing or altering, you know. What if what if just aliens just popped out of nowhere and be like, "Yo, we're we're here"? Because at that point, it's like, you know, 
the nine to five is not going to be happening anymore, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. Maybe they'll just coexist with us. It could be like with Shuffle. No, that's not going to happen. It they're, could be like Shuffle mm, where like the portals to heaven and hell suddenly <laughs> came through. And now demons and angels coexist G- with us. In Technicolor. <laughs> that's good. Anyway. So it, it's interesting because Zom 100 really highlights the whole, like, the whole stigma of Japanese work culture. Mm. That was a big focus on episode one. They even showed the bit where his uh, work crush was sexually involved with one of the higher managers or something. <laughs> they don't show anything, but oh, you hear you hear sounds, so it crushes him. But uh, it ends up being very liberating, and then he just lives his life however he pleases now while still trying to not die. Well, yeah, it's like, it's like Zombieland. Yeah, it definitely is a more positive spin on zombies. Nice. And then he's... He, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and he... I think by the end of episode three, he reconnects with his childhood friend, hey, or his yo. not his childhood friend, his uh, his college friend. Just like that place in the promised land. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> okay. So that that was fun. Although I do hear later on the manga content doesn't hold up very well. So I'm curious to see how that they, progresses. They start to handle it. It's weird. Okay, not that I've watched it, but then some there are cases. Or sometimes the adaptation can end up being better than the source material. Or more yeah, compelling. like Because they cut out all the filler from, uh, well, not filler. They cut out all the crappy parts of the second half after, spoiler alerts. One. L died. Okay, thank you. So. Or did he? Okay. He died. Come on. And I mean, it's, been, it's been, it's been if, almost it, 20 years. If, if you haven't if read or watched Death Note at this point. If he didn't die, how would the other letters show up? They were already there. Wait, they were children the, already. Who was the other letter? R? No, it was um, Q. Near and Mellow. Oh, yeah. Near and mm-hmm. Mellow. M and N. <laughs> I've seen that. I don't know. So long. Damn it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Anyway. Because the whole concept was they were, they were, it was the two halves that would comprise of L in yep. a way. Yep. Yeah. One way to put it. Uh, in terms of reading. Okay. And that's what you usually do. Yes. Okay. What is it? Do you remember Aishteruze, baby, Mike? Jeez, jog my memory. So the anime came on the early 2000s, but it is an older shoujo manga as well. And it's about a playboy high schooler who suddenly has to take care of his six-year-old niece because the mom just dumps her at their doorstep and disappears. The niece. How does that sound familiar? Well, there's similar setups with, you know, people unexpectedly taking care of younger children, like Bunny Drop or maybe Sweetness and Lightning. But it was really, uh, it was quite the wholesome series in that, like, by taking care of his niece, he had to learn how to be responsible for his actions so when he screws up, like, he's held accountable to it. Like house husband. Sort of, yeah. And uh, meanwhile, he's trying to romance his, uh, this, this cool and collected girl named Kokoro. Hmm. So uh, it's because I actually really do like shoujo anime when it's a male protagonist because there's not aren't too many of those. So it's just interesting to kind of see that focus. But it's still within that shoujo lens. Seven volumes. Yes. 
It's one of the earlier shoujo beat titles from mm. back in the day. Okay. But uh, I don't remember if this was... It was like a late 90s to early 2000s manga as well. Uh, April 2002 to January 05. Mm. In Ribbon. Okay, I'm just looking oh, this okay. up on early, Wiki. Early 2000s then, so. yeah. That was um, that creator's most popular work in the end, I believe. Mm. Interesting title. Are we... Yeah, I think it was, was it Yoko Maki? I think that was yes, her it name. Was, yeah. it was, yes. Oh, I actually remembered her name. But nice for you. So that was, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. That was something I'd seen in the library like years and years ago, but just for whatever reason, never picked it up, and then finally had a chance to read it. So good read. It was a really good read. Yeah. Come away, yeah, thinking well of it. Hard recommend. Cool. Like hard as in like. Yes. Yes. Like a big I, yes. I, yeah, I think big it's yes. a big yes. Yeah. It's like lighthearted, but it has its serious moments. Okay. And it's seven volumes, right? Yeah. Yep. That's, a, so that's, that's, not, that's, not, much a, that's not much of a commitment if you can find it. Is yeah. it in the app? I believe it's, it is. The Viz yeah. app or the, yeah, but it would be a Viz app, wouldn't it? I believe it is in the Viz app. Okay. Because uh, I think that was. But it's a Shueisha too, but. I believe that was a Shueisha title. I could be mistaken. I don't remember if it was Shogakogon or Shueisha, but, but I believe it's on the app. Okay. All right. TPL has it too, digitally and physically, if you ever felt compelled to. Well, the, the TP, well, like most public libraries, if you, if you see it and then you can just, you can just uh, ask for it to be sent yeah. to, your, to, your, to your branch and you can just uh, take it out from that point. Yeah, it's just a lot of people don't do that because they rather just pirate it because yeah. it is easier, let's be honest. Yeah, I know. But, but then what about boy. like the ethical morals of piracy? Well, that's why, I, that's why I still borrow from it. You know, a legal option existed, so I took it. I yeah. made use of that. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with it. I'll probably read be, uh, the three, all three volumes of Beast Complex, uh, having finished Beastars. All three okay. volumes of Beast Complex are at least uh, dig, uh, available digitally, and I'll, I want to read it because I think we're starting to talk, talk um, aftermath of Beastars in, in the more recent ones. Yeah. What? The aftermath of Beastars? Like there, like there's some stories that are said that basically act as oh, uh, as. Is it still ongoing? I thought they finished. The no, Beastars, Beastars is, is done. done. It's just that in Beast Complex, it's oh. set in the same universe. Have, short yeah, stories. So in sometimes the same there's some short stories with those characters, and 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 essentially they they're kind of like epilogues or follow ups to some Novellas. of their novellas. Yeah. Well, little stories at, set after the, after the events of Beastars. And they, re, thumbing through Volume 3, it looks like a really interesting read because it does start to address some of the things that happened in, in the original in Beastars. I took my cousins to go see that Elemental movie a few weeks back. And they had the whole like opening uh, short from Up, mm -hmm. the, uh, the old guy from Up. Oh. It's about him going on a date, like, like a seven, ten minute like thing. And I'm like... This is good. They should do more of this. Random 10 minute of old characters from old shows and stuff. No, it's a nice feeling. Like you can see a, you see a follow-up of some sort. Exactly. Anyway. But we're near the end because, as I said, uh, I work in the morning. Can I save, before we go tonight, can I save a couple minutes for Coco Lee? We talk, I mean, we made this um, in light. Who, who of significance passed away? And I know that early on, like a more than a month ago, there was Coco Lee, and that caught my attention when it happened. You know, Coco Lee, the who was a popular, popular uh, Chinese Chinese singer, passed away back on July fifth. Took her own life. 
So I, I, I think this is kind of, I don't know how much you were aware of it, Kevin. I'm, I don't know how much of it you were aware of, Mo. But I think to those who never really kept up with her or with the Chinese music scene, probably the biggest contribution she had was, I think she was the first female, uh, Asian female to perform during the Oscars when... Oh. When... Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Gee, when her song from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Love Before Time, was nominated for Best Original Song. And she performed it during the Oscars more, more than 20 years ago. So that was probably the as mainstream as as Chinese music got, as Chinese pop music got. I, I don't know if what's the proper term do I use because it's not canto, right? But that's as mainstream as it's gotten. I don't think I don't think that I don't think um, canto or any form of Chinese Chinese pop music has reached this that point since. Obviously, we know what's, how how it's gone with the K-pop stuff. Like gangbusters. Mm-hmm. I never really followed Canto Pop that much past high school, mm-hmm. actually. So her her the her appearance there was of some significance. Obviously she in terms of the of North American mainstream, we really didn't hear the name much before. You would hear hear her come up every so often. Obviously she was still uh, still very active in the Chinese in Mandarin in Mandarin Canto scenes. And it was just so hard to hear because then we start to hear about her, her, de- her decline. She had mental illness mm. and, uh, and ultimately it culminated with her, with what her death, but she was a very like, un- I, I, we don't really, um, appreciate what the type of figure she was, I think now that we look looking back on her and I think we, we don't, I don't think we emphasize enough what that moment meant 20 years ago, right? Because we talk a lot about, uh, like, this year, one, the, the mo- one, of the, one of the stars of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon won an Academy Award. Yep. Michelle right? Yeo, yep. And Michelle mm-hmm. Yeoh acknowledged, acknowledged uh, Coco's passing. So... You know, there, there was, there's that full circle moment right there in, in kind of a sad way. So I thought I, I want to take a couple minutes to acknowledge her. And, and I know that to more diehard Chinese, Chinese pop music fans, the, that, that her death hit hard and probably did shine a spotlight on mental illness more so than it had uh, before. So I want to acknowledge it because... At the time of, of the song's popularity, and at the time after I, I saw Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, I had Love Before Time playing on a loop on my CD player oh. in, in the car, <clears throat> right? Here, both, both the Chinese and the, uh, and the Mandarin versions. I mean, both the English and Mandarin versions. Thank you, Thank you so much. <laughs> so it, I just thought... Uh, to hear about that, and, and and through the years, I'd kept up with with her how she had been doing. She had married. Oh. She had married an executive, like a, I see all that type of stuff. I see. It, so it was such a you know to hear the news for her was really hard. Mm. And there was a there there goes a big part of you know what got, uh, of that moment 
that of that touchstone moment for me there's that old taku moment talking right that that of uh, of like a key point in in asian pop culture in north america she had one of those big moments and now she's she's no longer with us coco lee passed away uh on july 5th at the age of 48 and you know who i also recall who died recently mm-hmm. peewee herman paul rubens yeah yeah peewee herman okay and on the same day as him dying someone else died Sinead o'connor no well yes she yes, she passed away yes, as well she, yes. away she was a, like Sinead o'connor is one of those okay let's talk about one of them let's talk about both of them briefly peewee herman paul rubens what do you want to say about him? I mean, he was to like obviously he had his bad moment, rough moments, but he everyone was so complimentary about how kind he was. He was he was goofy, he was funny, he brought a smile to a lot of people's faces. I think he won he won a couple of Emmy awards for for his show, for his TV show, Pee-wee's Playhouse. I mean, what do you want to say about uh, about him? You know, I never watched Pee Wee Herman because I always thought he was kind of creepy <laughs> as a child. Then the arrest happened. Okay. I didn't know that happened until literally 10 seconds ago when I reread an anime news network article on uh, him. On, on his death. But I did find it intriguing that he kept his health situation private. Yeah, and, and when he recently released one final statement before he passed around the time he passed like it yes. was it was posthumous yes that was it was such a tough statement to read because you, you i think he knew he was gone when he wrote that right only 72 Sinead o'connor not familiar with her music to be honest she was a more, thing more, in the of 90s. Pro, more of her activism work yeah yeah i think that she was really up to like the pro- irish right protesting or yeah just- because uh she started she started to shine a spotlight on everything that happened in the all the um catholic church abuses before they really started to come out i see she started to shine a, an uncomfortable spotlight and she was she was ridiculed so badly when it happened and that probably ruined her mainstream wise and she was fine with that and year and then as the years went she was proven pretty much correct that there there was something there and we praised her and i and i think it was i don't know who uh, stuck up for her it was a van morrissey van more but um Somebody said, you know, we, we start to praise her and another art, another artist just said, that's nice, but how did you treat her when she was still alive? When she was still alive? Right? And that's, that's the line. At the very least, uh, I'm not totally sure how I w- w- remember reacting at the time because this was like in the 90s. This was like when all when all that happened. It was in the early nineties. Well, she's been kind of reclusive for a while. Oh, she had been she she stayed very much a uh, you know out of the public uh, out of the public eye by and large over those years, right? Mm. But she was a fat like when you look back on her, fascinating, fascinating person. 
And she kind of predicted where, where all that would go. Or she started to steer, steer the discussion that way. And it was an, it's been an uncomfortable discussion, but it needed to be done when you think about it. So I don't know where else to, to go because, as I said, we've been at this long enough and I want a slice of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it's just, and I think that's a good thing for me to say. Like I said, I've been having been ill for the last much of the much of July, uh, maybe it's okay to say I have an appetite for something. So uh, I'm glad to see you guys. Likewise, I'm glad to see you guys because after after all that's happened in the last uh, six seven weeks, and hopefully we can add uh, Amy and James to the table again very soon. Who? <laughs> I'm sorry. Amy, Amy likes. Uh, I wish we could put this uh, put up what she does because she likes to do unboxings of various stuff she gets from from overseas. I think it's overseas. James, I know the occasional video. Yeah, James, James is just James, and I, he 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 gets and he gets. Oh, he does get pre. Uh, he does get I mean, he, he's, oh, occupied. He's, he's got a wife and seven kids, bro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so. We, we got to catch up with them. We'll catch up with the headlines when we can. And, you know. We, we, we promise to be back before the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, for real lucky, yeah, we will get quota in for, for August. We, we have half of the month to go. True, true. So, but until then. Oh, wait. Are you well, guys going to go to Japan Fest? Oh, that's this weekend too, isn't it? In yeah. Mississauga, right? Whoa. And Kaidaj, Kaidaj, uh, will ho- is going to host. Yes, Anime North will have a segment at uh, at at uh, Japan Fest Canada too. Oh, really? In Mississauga, right? I might they, go Sunday. We'll see. I can't say I'll be able to because I might be too tired. Saturday, I don't think I'll be able yeah. to. So that, there's something maybe. to look forward to uh, for everyone else. It's like, do I want to buy overpriced Japanese food? Oh no, we'll see. <laughs> well, it's a thing, and you know, can't blame them. Well, anybody like there? No, I can't blame them for overcharging, and can't blame anybody who wants to go. Yeah, look at no, these. I don't blame them for like charging the exorbitant prices they do at those festivals. They, they gotta, they gotta make bank, man. That's that's a good time to make money. Oh sure, sure, right? Just like the way they do it at Anime North. I like the sponsors, ba- Bandai Namco. Really, Toyota. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's a it's become a thing for the for the community because. For for related businesses, this is this could work. It, 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 it's a thing that could work. Still around. This yeah. is a thing that could work. Yeah, this is a thing that could work. It's like how Canon's still around. Yeah, no, but Canon like makes cameras, like good cameras. Well, they don't they they do other core, like industrial stuff too. True. Anyway, but the, there's that to look forward to. Oh yeah, and there's Anime North's a sponsor too. Absolutely. And then so, you're, so if you're in the area, check that out. And then uh, Anime Toronto is next month. Well, September first. Hey, we might be able to talk about talk about a fan expo and anime Toronto as we when we return, or even before it might before that happens. Uh, to my recollection, they'll be doing a screening for the new Firefighter Daigo anime, mm-hmm. which is uh, based off of the it's it's the adaptation of the spinoff manga for that. <laughs> and I love the first series. I love Firefighter Daigo so. 
I might actually go and watch it there while I'm there, depending on if there's nothing else that's of more importance. But we'll see how it goes. I think this is their first time back. Yeah, this is the first time back since COVID-19 happened. Since 2019. And still happening, but uh, it's it's the first time back in Toronto because they had to make sure Vancouver was running smooth. Yeah, Yeah, so... Well, that we can debate how that is, but I'm not not to say I'm keeping up. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you always hear things. Yeah, you always do. In any event, uh, let's, uh, we should call it, because it's late enough. It's a school day. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Technically it is. It is Tuesday. Not yeah, right it now, it ain't. I know. I mean, school's technically in at all times, I guess. Mm. But it, as I said, it's nice to, to catch up. True, true. For sure. So let's uh, let's call it, and uh, we'll uh, hopefully uh, talk again before the end of the month. But if you want to contact us, animeroundtable at gmail.com. Nice save. Animeroundtable.com, the website, and Twitter, Twitter, Instagram. I believe it's called X. Oh, yeah, X. Right? Yeah. Is that no, what it's called? Called, no, it's called Twitter. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know, I, I think you might be right about that. Yeah. <laughs> X. <sighs> fucking, fucking. Well, no, yeah. he bought the damn thing. You can he do what he, do what he wants, wants, but... Yeah. X. I still call it Twitter, even though it's one extra syllable for me to say so. X. I mean, X makes it sound weird. It just, it just does. Uh, <laughs> X, Instagram. See, when I think X, I TikTok. think of I think of either X, the series by Clamp, or I think of X Japan, the band. And, 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 and oh, personally, I think of X 1999. Yeah, which, the is, movie. which is the series yeah, by Clamp. Which is, yeah, which is that, that's yeah, what yeah, the TV show is called. That, yeah. It's just X. And that's what they initially called the... Manga back in the 90s, too. Yeah, X99. X 1999. Oh, that reminds me. I did actually read Tokyo Babylon as well, mm-hmm. which I won't go into too many specifics, but that was basically like a precursor to X. So now I might finally read X and and maybe I'll finally oh. understand why so many people are sad that Clamp won't finish that fucking series. Don't worry. Greta Gerwig's going to make a movie adaptation of it. <laughs> <laughs> Can well, you imagine how that would go? That'd be pretty sick. Another billion dollar hit, Greta. Good job. But I kind of do want to watch Barbie, actually. You haven't seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, we went through the entire time without talking Barbie, too. Isn't that nice? An anime podcast not talking about Barbie? Yeah, but, <laughs> but, now, we, but now we just did. No, we just oh, did. Why don't you, go, you can go to the movie theater. I think there's a late showing. But at, at Anime Roundtable on our socials. Thanks for the time. Review us too. Oh Five yeah, stars. That, yeah. Okay, I think we're that train has left or the just station. Tell us, Dude. Just tell us you're alive and listening to us. We'd like to know. Well, That's, no, I know some people who do, but at least, at least let us know what you think of the th- the, the the theme song. You know. Oh well, but we we didn't. We're, it's not being played. Oh, we don't. A, we never a, play it during the. I forgot. Space yeah. eaters. I forgot. Never play it during the space I eaters. <laughs> anyway, th- th- thanks for thanks for spending the time with us. I'm gonna go get a slice. <laughs> Good night.